0: Welcome to this week's Moonlight of Emunah, Parshas Pinchas. This week's learning should be a chutz for a Rufur Shlem, for Chanamash, V'as Vilcha, Ratsa, Bas Rochel, Sh'mon, L'shen, Zal, V'chevechah, V'menach, Mordechai, B'Nafira, Michachayim, Ben Sar, L'Nish, V'Hen, Yibas, H'chil, Mechel. So at the end of last week's Parsha, we have this story, this terrible story of this leader of the Shevet Shimon, who Chazal, say, was even maybe the actual Nasi from Parshas Bamidbar that we were introduced to, uh, Shilumiel Ben Shaddai, who was a tremendous tzaddik, but something obviously went wrong, and here we have this terrible story of this Zimri living with this Midianite princess, Kusbi, and Moshe and Aaron are standing around, as at the end of last week's parasha in Pasuk Vav, it says, <laughs> He brought this Midiani woman there, in front of Moshe, in the, before the eyes of Moshe, in front of all of Kal Yisrael, they were crying at the entrance of the Ayal Mayed, and Rashi tells us on those words um, that Be'egel, uh, this is in the middle of the Rashi there, but Rashi says, Be'egel Shishim When it came to the story of the Aegel, stood firm up against 600,000 Jews. He stood up against them, right? And Rashi brings the Pasuk, And here, Moshe seems like he's at a loss. He doesn't know what to do. So what's what's the reason for this? el Yavi, Pinchas, Viitel Hashem created this opportunity that Moshe should sort of be frozen. Moshe would be frozen and Pinchas would be able to act and and therefore get the reward that he gets in this week's Parsha, which says, uh Hashem says, uh, in this week's parasha I give him my covenant of peace, and it'll be he'll get, in he'll get this uh, for for all of his generations, briskunas and we know that Rashi says that Pinchas was not a Kayan, because he was born before Aaron was appointed as a Kayan, and he earned the Kahuna, and ultimately he was going to be the Kayin Gadol, he was the third Kayin Gadol in Klai Yisrael's history, because of this Maisa. So we have to understand a little bit about, about what that means, but there's a few other questions in this story also one of the questions that's often asked is, it starts off, the parasha starts off Pinchas, ben ben Pinchas the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron He returned my anger from the Jewish people and the question is, why do we need Pinchas' full uh, Yichus here we know who Pinchas was, why does it have to say Ben Elazar Ben Aaron, and finally, why is Pinchas given this reward that his children from now on will be kaihanim? Moshe Rabbeinu, as we just, as Rashi just mentioned at the end of last week's parasha, also saved the Jewish people many times, and we don't see that Moshe gets this kind of this kind of, of reward. As a matter of fact. Later in this very week's Parsha, in Perakov Zayin, Yudal, if it says, Vayadabra Moshe, I'm sorry, not Yudal, Tezvav, Posek Tezvav, Vayadabra Moshe Lashem Lehmer, Moshe says to Hashem, Yifkad Hashem Lekea Ruchais, May Hashem, God of the spirits, the Chobasar of all flesh, Lachobas Ish ala Edo, appoint somebody to replace me. Moshe realizes that his life is coming to a close, and he asks Hashem to appoint somebody. And Rashi says on Yifkad Hashem, Kibun Sheshemo Moshe, Shamele Amachim Te Nachla, Tslovchad the nice after the whole story of the daughters of Tslovchad that they inherited him Amar Higisha She Etpat Shurkha you have says it's time for me to take care of my own needs Shiyersh Bani has told that I want my children to take my place Amalekod Sparco Le'kach Khakh also Makshavlafanei that's not what I what I intend Kidaihu Yeshua Litel Sharshimushai Shalei Mushmitakh I'd rather Yeshua be your your uh, take your place my Shobani your student Yeshua at and your Yeshua ends up being appointed as the leader. So we see, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu, as Rashi said to us at the end of last week's parsha, also stepped up many times to uh, to save Klai Israel. So, and really, the only time he wasn't gi- the only reason he wasn't given that opportunity in this particular incident was because Hashem wanted to allow for Pinchas to get this. So why do we see that later in the parsha, when Moshe asks to to have his children take his place, he's not given that, and yet Pinchas here for saving the Jewish people from this plague that was caused by Zimri, he's given an eternal covenant for his children that they'll always be Kahanim. And Bayusha Rabbeinu is not given that his, given the, the reward that his position is given to his children. So we have to understand these three ideas. So I saw beautiful ideas from Lubavitch Rebbe that I think all tie together. So first, leading up until this story, who was Pinchas? Pinchas did not have any specific role in Kal As we mentioned, Pinchas was the only descendant of Aaron Kayan who was not a Kohen. He wasn't a Kohen. He was not particularly a leader of Kal Right, and what is, So Pinchas is observing this, and for whatever reason, as we explained, Hashem didn't allow Moshe to be the one to respond, but Pinchas notices it, and Rashi tells us exactly what happened when Pinchas observes this. Rashi, right after the Rashi that we quoted before from last week's parasha, at the end of the parish in Pesach Zion says, "Vayar Pinchas, Pinchas saw this story and he remembered the halacha. So he says to Moshe, We learned from you. I by that if a Jewish man is living in, in in sin with a non-Jewish woman, especially in this kind of a case where it's a public desecration of God's name, so you're supposed you're 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 supposed to kill him. So So Moshe says to him Pervanka which literally means um let the one who reads the letter be the agent to carry it out. In other words, Moshe was telling Pinchas, you, you reminded me of this halacha, you go carry out the Kanaim by which is t- to go kill Zimri. So the first thing we know have to notice about Pinchas is Pinchas was not in a position, he was not in a position of authority, he had no specific reason why he should act more than anybody else. And we know that Chazal tell us that Pinchas risked his life because Zimri was allowed to, to defend himself and would have been allowed to kill Pinchas. Not only that, other People in Shevet Shimon, he had to go through Shevet Shimon. If there's a Kanoi chasing somebody, if there's a zealot who's chasing somebody, even if he's even if he's allowed to do what he's about to do, they're allowed to stop him by killing him. So Pinchas put his life in danger because any of the members of Shevet Shimon would have and could have killed him, but for the nace that Hashem made, could have killed him to stop him. So. So Pinchas is standing here. He sees the leaders of Klai Yisrael. His father's there. His great, his, his great uncle Meish is there. All the other uh, leaders of Klai Yisrael are there. Pinchas at this point is a regular Jew, and yet he steps up, tells, reminds Maisha of the halacha, and then takes the spear and goes to, to kill to kill Zimri. What, what what do we see from Pinchas? What kind of a person was Pinchas? Pinchas teaches us that we can't always wait for others to act. People like to sit back and say, oh, you know, there are Rabanim, there are leaders in Klayasrol. Let them fix the problem. Pinchas is teaching us, and this is why it's so important and Hashem makes such a big deal about it, and we and we name a parish after Pinchas, and he's given this eternal covenant. Pinchas is teaching us that we that a Jew has to act. When you see something that requires action, and that may be you notice that there's a problem in Klayasrol that there's certain people who are getting lost and you have to start an organization to help them or it may be some other way to help somebody we can't sit back and say oh let the leaders of call uh step up why do i i'm just a simple jew why do i have to get involved and it doesn't necessarily have to be such a big action. Sometimes we notice something in our own shul, in our own house, in our own family, that something something needs to be addressed, needs to be corrected. And it's not okay to sit back and say, oh, somebody else will do it. Ah, there are bigger people than me around. Pinchas could have easily sat back and said, oh, is standing right here. My father, Elazar the kind God, standing right here. Why do I have to act? Pinchas understood that there's a time when a Jew notices something, and it could be, as Rashi explained, that it was specifically given for Pinchas to act here. Hashem specifically took away the ability of Maisha and to act because this was designed for Pinchas. Pinchas was the most suited to address this situation. We have that in our lives all the time. There are situations when we, when we are in a, p- a unique position to act. It could be just noticing something in our children, helping our children out, helping a neighbor out, helping a friend out, that we are uniquely, Hashem orchestrated things so we are uniquely positioned to be the one to help and we don't have the luxury of sitting back and saying, "Now nah, there are bigger people around, let them deal with it. Pinchas is teaching us this lesson. This, is, this lesson is that every Jew is in position at times in his life, all the regularly in his life, to step up to the plate and do something. And as we know and we discuss here very often that what what our mission, each individual's mission in life, nobody else can do that. So it's very possible and it's very probable that when we notice something, when we see something and we have a certain sensitivity to it, even though we see people around us who are greater that we think might be more suited, Hashem is showing us something. You are meant to act in this situation. And that's why the Torah. We asked the other question: Why does the parsha start off with telling us who Pinchas was? Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron Akoyin Heishavish Hamasi. That Hashem is saying he was the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron. That because Pinchas was sensitive, was sensitive to this, uh, to this midah that he inherited from his father and his and his grandfather. We know that Aaron Akhoyin was the right of Shalom, roid Shalom. Pinchas was always looking for ways to, to to look out for other Jews, right? Aaron was always looking to make things to make things uh, work for, for other Jews, to bring peace between Jews, right? When Moshe goes goes to to Paray to free the Jewish people, who's the one who does most of the talking? Aaron. Aaron is the one who's always looking to act for the Jewish people. Aaron later on takes the blame for the Egil Hazav because he wants to spare the people. And it was Aaron that had the, the that we had the Anani covered in the Midbar, the clouds of glory to protect the Jewish people. Aaron, Aaron, th- this meat of Aaron wasn't just something nice that Aaron had. Aaron, in, 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 he imbued this into his family. And, and Pinchas, as the son of the son of Aaron, he was he was dedicated to this, and that's why he, he noticed this, right? So a person has to learn what his talents are. Pinchas had a, had a special talent from his father and his grandfather to be able to be more sensitive to other people around. And every one of us has 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 midas that we inherit, or midas that we've worked on, that give us the ability. So even though Pinchas is standing there and there are other people there, but Pinchas realizes, oh, I'm picking up on something here that maybe some of the other leaders aren't picking up because of what I have inherited from my grandfather. Pinchas watches this plague t- taking 24,000 Jews and Pinchas says I have to act just like my f- grandfather Aaron I can't stand by that's what the Torah says he's not just Pinchas we have to remember the great the great power of being a Jew that 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 that, that we that we've inherited from our fathers and our grandfathers and our families and Pinchas remembered that and he was cognizant of it As a grandchild of Aaron, he's risking his life to save Jews. There's something terrible going on here. I need to step up and save the Jewish people. And finally, we asked, why was Moshe not rewarded with an eternal covenant for his family, for his children, when he especially when we, he asks that his children take his place, but Pinchas was, so the difference is the way Mo, we have to look at the difference between the way Moshe saved the Jewish people, and the way Pinchas did, and each one did what they were supposed to do, but Moshe saved the Jewish people by directly talking to Hashem, by davening, by beseeching Hashem, by saying, I'm willing to give up my place in the Torah, erase me from the Torah, I'm willing to put my spiritual life on on the line if you don't forgive the Jewish people. Bo- Moshe was in higher worlds, and he was in a, in a in a very sublime way. He was arguing for the Jewish people. Pinchas acted in this world. Pinchas got up, risked his life, he, he exposed himself to dan- the danger of being killed, and killed this leader of Shevet Shimon. What was unique about Pinchas is. He turned himself into Hashem's will. Moshe Rabbeinu, and we, of course, Moshe Rabbeinu was great, and we can't, we can't even question, and that was Moshe's job. In Moshe's world, in the way Moshe had his relationship with Hashem, his way was to save the Jewish people from above. But that doesn't change his children, that doesn't change his lineage going forward. Pinchas changed himself, his physical being, into being, in the middle of the darkness, he took physical action to save the Jewish people. When people look at the way Moshe saved the Jewish people, that doesn't inspire them. They say, oh, Moshe Rabbeinu talks to Hashem, he could save the Jewish people. I can't do something similar. Pinchas inspires every single Jew in every generation to act for Hashem's honor. So besides saving the Jewish people from that plague that Zimri brought, brought on, but he brought about a permanent change for future generations, for people to understand that I don't have to be Moshe Rabbeinu to save the Jewish people. I could be a regular Jew like Pinchas and I could save the Jewish people. Every single Jew, every single person, who even if you think of yourself as just a simple Jew, there's no such thing as just a simple Jew. But even if you think of yourself that way, Pinchas taught us that we still have the ability to save the Jewish people. Therefore he changed his nature and the nature of his children. He became a Koyan. He became and his children became Kahanim and Kahanim Gedolim. Because he changed it that from being regular people, we're now people who live the, the, the will of Hashem and can and, and are able to save the Jewish people. Moshe Rabbeinu's level of course was much higher than Pinchas's. But that's something that not that most people can't can't relate to and can't emulate. But Pinchas's, we can all become a Pinchas. Not that we should walk around with spears killing people, but from the from the idea of uh, finding, seeing something that needs to be done and taking action. Every single one of us is able to do that, and therefore Pinchas changed the nature of himself and his children. He he he, he altered that that status. Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, position had to go to the best person for that. Yeshua was best suited for that. His children were not best suited for that. But Pinchas changed the nature of every single Jew, including his children, and therefore he was given this reward. So we see that this 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 three level uh, idea that Pinchas took what he had from his father and his grandfather, which each of us have. We were all remember great-great-grandchildren of Avram Yitzchak. We all have talents and skills and things that make us uniquely capable of, of helping in a certain situation that we're exposed to. Some of us, it may be on grander levels, some of us on a simple helping a neighbor out. But but we all have something unique in our position in the world in in the thing, in, in our skills and what we've inherited from our parents and our own natural skills and things that we've worked on and we have to remember that Pinchas ben Elazah ben Aaron also to th- not to sit back and say oh there are bigger people who will deal with it no we see something that needs to be done we see an opportunity to serve Hashem and we have to remember from Pinchas that this can change the whole nature of who we are and change the nature of future generations that's the beautiful lesson of Pinchas that's why Pinchas has a parsh named after himself that's why Pinchas ultimately becomes the Kohen Gadol and that's the lessons I think we can learn from this week's Parsha I wish you all a beautiful wonderful Shabbos